Hello everyone, welcome to the Maple Table, my name's Nathaniel. This is a channel where we discuss lore around some of your favorite role-playing games, such as Starfinder, Werewolf the Apocalypse. If that's something you're interested in, I would love to have you join me at the table. Today we're going to take a look at what happens when a Rokea stays way too long in polluted waters. We're going to be talking about none other than the Balefire Sharks. The Rokea were already stuff of nightmares, as the sea is kind of a strange place or otherworldly, even though it is on this world. A Balefire Shark takes that nightmarish Rokea and just dials it up to 11. They are monstrous. They are aggressive. They have been mutated and possessed by a spirit of Balefire, and we're going to talk about it. If you haven't seen my videos on the Rokea, already, I would encourage you to click this link up here and check that out before watching this one. Links will also be in the description below. Balefire sharks were something that did not exist in the world of darkness until around the year 1955. This was the year that the 1955 nuclear detonation wiped out three quarters of the Rokea population. So what happened to the ones that survived? Thus enter the Balefire sharks. As you may recall, the Rokea were gathering their numbers, the largest event that the Rokea had ever seen. They were gathering in the grotto known as Turna'a. They were there to discuss what to do about the human menace. And while the meeting was in progress, unbeknownst to the Rokea, and neither did the humans realize what they were about to do. When that bomb went off, it destroyed three quarters of the Rokea civilization. But what happened to the survivors? Countless Rokea died that day, but not everyone died immediately. Radiation is a terrible thing. So is radiation sickness. It is the slow eventual process of your body shutting down. And the Rokea were just as susceptible to this radiation sickness. The tentacled minions of Lord Kern, who is the master of Balefire. They approached the dying Rokea and offered them a chance to live. Those who accepted became known as the Balefire Sharks. So who is Lord Kern, and why would he make such an offer? Lord Kern is a creature of Balefire. He is a hideous and gross monstrosity, and one who delights in nuclear accidents. And he has grown fat and gluttonous on the radiation from Chernobyl and the radiation leaks at Fukushima, while his outward appearance may seem frail and delicate. I can assure you, he is anything but. His flesh boils like lava, and his breath is like atomic fire. And he travels through the Umbra on a chariot of hellfire, leaving sulfuric devastation and radioactive waste in his wake. He's really a good catch that you want to invite to dinner with your parents. Lord Kern also rules the Duchy of Balefire in the Malpheus. What is Balefire, you ask? Balefire is the tainted form of fire. It is corrupted and desecrated by the essence of the worm. Kern's duchy is illuminated by a green glow from the radiation that permeates every aspect of his realm. In the center of his realm lies a volcano. This volcano emits radioactive lava. Kern's fortress is imbued with plutonium. And it is built on the side of this volcano, where he draws his power from the radiation. He also rules over hundreds of Fomori. 
those Fomori, are slowly transformed into hideous, grotesque banes by the radiation and the power of the Balefire that is everywhere within his realm. Lord Kern is in fact a bane himself, an extremely powerful one. He is what's called a Meljin, and he serves the Fermas. Fermas is an elemental spirit of the worm, whose essence is none other than Balefire. To tie all of this back to the Rokea, the were sharks who were dying, there was hundreds of them, thousands of them. Only a few accepted the offer of the Balefire. Only a few of them accepted the offer, but there was enough of them that it created a whole new species that needed to be worried about by the Rokea, by all the changing breeds, by the werewolves. This was a betrayal to Gaia. It was a betrayal to their changing breeds. And through this hideous union, this willful corruption to save oneself, they were transformed, and not in a good way. Balefire elemental spirits found and healed those who accepted the offer. Unfortunately, their bodies were warped in the process. Yes, they recovered from their radiation sickness, but some developed third eyes, extra fins, a permanent deformity of their body. Warped and twisted, all of these Rokea bear the marks of their betrayal of Gaia. The Balefire Elementals ordered their new minions to swim around some of the toxic plants, find those hotspots of pollution, radiation, and further the cause. Their job was to spread pollutants. Not only were these new Balefire Sharks immune to the radiation, they actually drew their power from it. But the Balefire Sharks are more of a blunt instrument than they are a precision weapon. While you will find Balefire Sharks involved in mass pollution, any corporation that is dumping toxic waste into the water or into the ocean, you can thank Pentex and its subsidiaries for that. These insane Balefire Sharks are sometimes too destructive for the worm and its plans. There has been times when agents of the worm will send a message or a clue to some of the changing breeds, maybe the Rokea or someone in the area close by, to take care of one of these Balefire Sharks, simply to get rid of the problem. Balefire Sharks are some of the minions of the worm. They're not the only ones that I will be covering, but this did come at the request of a viewer. You know who you are. Balefire Sharks will make a great antagonist for any all Rokea party, and it would make the most logical sense to have them be your all Rokea's BBEG. If you're running a chronicle that deals in pollution, having a Balefire Shark would probably throw your players for a loop. The Balefire Sharks do not terrify me as much as the being that created them. I do plan to cover a little bit more of the nasties around World of Darkness, and I've been playing around a little bit in this video with the lighting and with my presentation style for something that's a little bit more horrific. If you're enjoying the listening experience today, I will encourage you to consider making a donation to help support my work and to help support the channel. My name's Nathaniel. You've been watching The Maple Table. Thank you so much for your subscription. Thanks for stopping by, everyone.